Welcome back to That Wasn't In My Textbook, our bi-weekly podcast that helps us uncover the things we always wish we learned from that boring, bulky textbook. I'm your host, Toya, and you're now listening to episode 15 on the history of 2020, the end of the year review, where we talk about moments you probably forgot, and it's the season finale of season one. of the year folks congratulations you survived I survived we survived 2020 and 2020 lasted approximately 12 months and 487 years at least that's what it felt like we all survived group trauma that COVID-19 brought us and now We're in that strange time between Christmas, New Year's, and whenever you go back to work where you don't really know what the day or the time is, and it's moving kind of fast, but it's moving kind of slow. You know what I'm talking about? That's where we are. I am literally currently recording this podcast episode on my bedroom floor because I just have been spending my time in the bed. I am burnt out by 2020. 2020 has won. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um, But today we're going to talk about the moments that happened this year. Emphasis on some of the moments because a lot of shit happened. And when I started outlining this episode and researching for this episode, I couldn't believe all the things that happened in 2020, and they all weren't sad either. Some of them were actually funny. A lot of them were great milestones that we climbed, you know what I'm saying? So there is some good shit that happened. And I don't know if it's because of the quarantine fatigue or time distortion, but I totally forgot about most of it. And I'm guessing if you're similar to me, you probably forgot too. We're going to remember together. (laughs) Now, when I start talking and relaying some of these events of this year, you might not believe how many of them actually took place in 2020, but it did. Your historian homie would never tell you lies. So buckle up to be mind blown. I picked out about 15 to 20 events um, that we're going to talk about outside of the pandemic, obviously. And it's a mixture of happy, sad historic moments then we have a little rest in peace segment where we just acknowledge all the people that we lost in 2020 and particularly you know people that we lost from COVID-19 we're going to do a little moment of silence for those folks and then just some of the um you know, civil rights leaders, judges, celebrities, just historic dope people that we lost this year. We're going to give them their virtual flowers, send them off to whatever next chapter happens when you end this earth. I don't know the answer to that. And then we're going to round off the episode, finish it off with me answering the signature question of the show. 
which is if I had to name a chapter in a textbook on the history of 2020, what would I call it and why? So you have to listen to the whole episode to get all this juiciness and to especially get the chapter name. Um, so listen to the end. Now, I was on the fence about doing this episode because A, I have senioritis. <laughs> you know, that thing that we've had like in high school and college when you're just burnt out. You know, you've been doing school for four years. I've been doing 2020 for three 63 <laughs> days and I am tired. I don't want to do anything. You know, I can barely wipe my ass. I am wiping my ass though, guys. Don't worry. But I just feel tired. And so that's, like I said, I'm doing this episode on the bedroom floor. I'm bedroom floor, bed, bathroom, kitchen. You know, that's my my staycation right now. So I was a little burnt out. So it took a lot of work for me to do this. <laughs> um, and if you're feeling similarly where it just is taking you a lot of energy to do things at the end of the year, you're not alone. I'm with you. The second reason why I was on the fence about this episode was because I was just thinking and I was like, hmm, history of 2020. That shit might be depressing. And I don't want to end my podcast on a depressing note. And while I agree that 2020 was a dark year, a year that we didn't even see coming, you know, um, it was a shit show. It was a train wreck, especially because of the millions of people that we lost to COVID-19. Somewhere in that wreckage, there was some laughter. There was some happy tears. There was some dope historical moments and so I mean we can all agree I think we can all agree that 2020 is a historic year that will most definitely be in our textbooks so let's talk about those historical things let's write that chapter and make sure what we think is important is in our textbooks the good stuff the funny stuff the bad the sad the fugly it all should be in there and we're going to talk about that today if you listen to the past couple of episodes, you might be surprised to see this episode and to hear my voice because I did announce in the History of Coquito episode, which you should have listened to, it's really good, that that was going to be the last episode before, you know, the new year where we'll kick off season two, bigger and better, and that I was going to take this time off to relax, recharge, and plan and plot. Um, and I'm still going to do that, but that last episode just felt a little incomplete because how could I not talk about the history of this year? And, you know, this podcast, we talk about history, right? Duh, Toya. Um, but we also use this as a space to reimagine history and to acknowledge that history is not just the things that happened in the past, but it's the things that's happening, you know, in this current moment, in these exact seconds. And so that's why we're going to talk about the history of 2020. Now, before we get into those moments, I just want to also reflect on my first year as a podcaster, it's really first six months because I started on June 19th. But I want to just first thank all of you out there who are listening, who are sharing, who are thinking, who are reviewing and commenting. 
I started my podcast on June 19th, also known as Juneteenth, after years of thinking about it and, you know, the pandemic combined with fighting police brutality and racial injustice really sparked me to stop sitting on this idea and to just start. And I appreciate 2020 for that. You know, there's other things I don't appreciate and I didn't need to know about, but I do appreciate 2020 for helping me start this podcast. I do appreciate 2020 for making me slow down. And I think a lot of people, a lot of us had to slow down. We had to sit down inside. We had to reflect. We had to look at our partners and be like, do I really like this person? (laughs) You know, there's a lot of breakups in 2020. It really forced us to see the truth, to sit down in silence and to look at ourselves, to look at the people around us, to assess our friendships, to assess our goals and our careers and our passions in a way that we've never had to do before, in a way that we never could do before because it was always about the hustle and the bustle and the vacation and the this and that. And this year was like, uh-uh, honey. <laughs> so... I appreciate 2020 for allowing me to find my gift, if I am allowed to say that, because I do feel like this podcast and sharing history and doing research is my gift and my talents and my offering to this world. So thank you for listening. Now, let's get into the history of 2020. (laughs) not the history of Toya. And we're going to talk about all these moments that you probably forgot about. And there are a lot of moments. So from Meghan and Harry saying, fuck it to the British. I don't want to be royal because you hoes ain't loyal. (laughs) Sorry, I don't know why I started rhyming. (laughs) To the largest social racial injustice movement of Black Lives Matter. Let's talk about the history of 2020. Like every episode, we're going to start with the definition. How do you define 2020? I'm going to let y'all think about that for a moment. I personally would define 2020 with the P word, pandemic, (laughs) you know, trauma, the year of pause, the year of being inside. (laughs) That would be how I would describe 2020. But if we look up the definition of pandemic, it's when A disease is prevalent over a whole country or the world. And COVID-19 has taken over the world, unfortunately. And so this year started off with a lot of things. The main thing is that the World Health Organization, also known as WHO, made an announcement on January 9th. I don't know where I was. I was clearly not paying attention that... The deadly coronavirus had emerged in Wuhan, China, and in a matter of months, really weeks, maybe days, the virus had spread across the globe to more than 20 million people, resulting into millions of deaths at this point. I don't know the exact number, but that is the main thing that will be in our textbooks about 2020 is the pandemic and how it has changed our lives, how we had to quarantine, a word that I didn't really know before 2020. Um, And we were forced to stay inside and stay six feet away from people. That is going to be the main idea of the year 2020 that will be written in our children's children's textbooks. The other major serious thing that will be in our textbooks about 2020 will be the 
Black Lives Matter movement, how the killings, the police killings of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, and Breonna Taylor sparked a wave of peaceful demonstrations and riots across the world to demand an end to police brutality and racial injustice. I think I read somewhere that the Black Lives Matter protest this year was the largest civil rights movement in history because from London to LA, there were Black Lives Matter protests around the world. And while it was devastating as a black woman to feel like I'm fighting a deadly disease, COVID-19, and I'm fighting racial injustice and police brutality that has been going on for centuries at the same damn time, you know, while that was exhausting, the little bit of light, a little bit of spark of hope that I saw in all of this was just the worldwide protest. I remember turning on the TV and seeing people protest in different countries and it gave me a little bit of hope because, you know, I'm tainted, but it gave me a little bit of hope to see that there are all different types of people around the world who are upset and disgusted and tired of the police brutality and racial injustice. So that would be another major event along with COVID-19 and the pandemic and quarantining that would probably open up the chapters on the history of 2020. And those are two things that we have not forgotten about, right? I'm just going to assume you shaking your head right now. (laughs) So let's talk about some of the things that happened that you probably forgot about in 2020. First, there was the Megxit that happened, which was when Meghan Markle and Prince Harry moved out of the British castle and they were like, I'm good. I don't want to be royal. And I respected them for that. The press had been dragging Meghan through the mud and it was like really racially charged. And I totally respected them being like, I'm out. And I respected Prince Harry getting on board. You know what I'm saying? So That was one of the events that happened this year that you probably forgot about. Another thing that happened was Parasite won the Oscar for Best Film. I still haven't watched it. I started it a little bit and then I found myself dozing off because, of course, I started at like midnight and I was like, I'm not going to do this to this movie. I'm not going to disrespect this movie by falling asleep because I'm tired, not because it's not good. And so I didn't revisit it, but I'm going to because of this podcast episode. But they won an Oscar for Best Film and that was just a joyous moment and probably the last time that celebrities sat together because I believe the Oscars were in February. And now that I think about it, it probably was not a good idea because now all these reports are coming out that COVID was already here in January. So that was kind of scary realization. Another major thing that happened was that Harvey Weinstein was sentenced to prison for sex crimes. So there was a little bit of justice served in 2020. So kudos to locking up rapist. I appreciated that. 
one of the other major waves of 2020 was that we watched a lot of show. We watched a lot of trash TV as well, but it helped us get through. So this is not a judgment statement, right? And so some of the popular shows were a lot of Netflix shows like Love is Blind, which was that weird show where people were like behind the wall and dating strange there also was the circle where people were relying on social media to judge people i don't know what that says about our generation but i don't think it's good there was also the infamous tiger king with carol basket and all those other folks and i do believe if we had halloween that a lot of people would have dressed up you know as tiger king and carol basket and all those many characters on there but that was a great series if you have not watched tiger king you can you should because it's really good and it shows you just like you know some crazy white folks that collect tigers it's a it's a relief from from the stress of 2020. I know it might sound weird now, but just just give it a couple minutes. Give it a try. Another thing that we did face on a heavier note is that Australia had devastating fires. And so Australia was engulfed in bushfires from September 2019 till March 2020. And it was sad. It was sad to see the photos of animals and people trying to carry animals out. And then following the bushfires of Australia, California, where I'm at, had the largest wildfire season in the state's recorded history. And so we're just breaking records, the bad records. And we'll talk about the good records we're breaking in a few. But that's another bad record that we're breaking. Do you guys remember the Super Bowl? Yeah, we had one of those as well. And JLo and Shakira put on a halftime performance. I think that was a major milestone. I don't think there were like Latino women that have done the halftime show. I don't even remember who played. Not that I even care about football, but I feel like I normally, you know, pay attention on that day, you know, the Super Bowl. But yeah, Shakira and and JLo, they kind of killed it. I do remember that vaguely. This year, Trump also told us that we should drink bleach. That would help us with getting rid of COVID. I know y'all didn't do that right. So we're just, we're going to move on. Trump did a lot this year. I'm just going to ignore all the Trump stuff because it's just too much. Uh, Speaking of presidents, this year, Kanye West also ran for president. And people like Chance the Rapper actually like endorsed him, which I'm still confused about. But yes, you know. Kanye West had a year in 2020, and one of his things was trying to be president. I'm happy it didn't work out, but I'm not surprised that it didn't work out either. <laughs> 2020 was also the year of murder hornets. Do y'all remember those articles about like the murder hornets that landed in Washington State from Asia? I don't know what happened to them. I don't even know if they murdered anybody. But I remember that, and I remember the moment that I read about it, thinking that, wow, 2020 is complete trash. You know what I'm saying? Like, complete trash. (laughs) This year was also the year of TikTok. (laughs) 
TikTok is a social media app that allows you to do, I think, 15 to 30 second long videos. Of course, I have not mastered TikTok. There's so many things going on on social media that's always changing. But TikTok was just a cool platform where a lot of dancers really thrived as people were doing choreography to music, bringing back some old school joints, promoting new school joints with these 15 to 30 second videos and then people also started doing like acting and voiceovers and tutorials 2020 was definitely the year of tiktok have i mastered it no wow we're going back to trump sorry i know i said i wasn't gonna do a lot of trump stuff but this year was also the year that trump kept saying that he was gonna ban the social platform tiktok he said it about seven times and they kept forgetting and we still have tiktok guys so we love Trump, don't we? Sarcasm. <laughs> 2020 was also the year of the Red Table Talk. Jada Pinkett Smith and her daughter and her mother have a show called Red Table Talk on Facebook. And they bring people to the table and it's like a therapy session and they ooh and they ah and talk about different themes from domestic violence to divorce, et cetera, et cetera. So that show really took off because it was a form of entertainment and who doesn't use Facebook? You know what I'm saying? So that show was really big. And one of the major episodes of Red Table Talk that came out this year was when it was revealed that at some point in their marriage, Jada and Will separated, although they were still living under the same household. And Jada messed with a young star named August who is an R&B singer and yeah she sat down with Will Smith in one of the most probably viewed episodes of the season and she revealed to all of us that she found herself in a quote unquote entanglement with August <laughs> at a point in their marriage and Will and Jada have already worked through it. Apparently it happened a couple of years ago, but it surfaced recently in the year 2020. You know, there's no secrets in 2020. And so once she made that statement, you know, Twitter, black Twitter went off and was talking about all types of entanglements, making fun of the word. And then August retaliated by coming out with a song called Entanglements featuring Rick Ross, which I did download and which I actually think is kind of a banger. But, you know, everybody has different taste. I thought it was a great song. Um, so that was definitely an epic moment of 2020 that you may have forgotten about. Another epic moment of this year was all of the versus battles that were on Instagram. So we had musicians, artists, producers of kind of like the same genre battle on IG. The initial versus battle was between Swiss Beats and Timbaland, and then they started encouraging other people to do it. They created a versus platform, and they partnered with like Ciroc and um, Facebook and Instagram to kind of promote it. And so they even had battles between Brandy and Monica a teenage classic for me like who doesn't love the boy is mine so that was nice to see them in the same room playing going song for song in a battle there was also 112 and jagged edge there was jill scott and erica by two 
our uncles battle it out with the verses of Teddy Riley versus Babyface. And then, you know, they also even took us to the Caribbean with verses with the Beanie Man versus Bounty Killer battle, which was very entertaining. So I didn't name all the verses because it's unnecessary, but those were some of the ones that got us through the quarantine was just looking forward to seeing two artists that we respect and loved and maybe grew up on or our parents grew up on go song for song in a very friendly battle, bringing us back, making us download, you know, some goodies that used to be our song. So I did appreciate that. That helped the time go by in 2020 so thank you Timbaland and Swiss Beats for that entertainment this year (laughs) we also learned that Macaulay Culkin you know the little boy in Home Alone he turned 40 and that was kind of shocking because it just made me feel old I don't know how old you are if you're listening but I figure you might be in my age range maybe a little bit younger but the fact that he is 40 blew my mind I was like wow He tweeted about it. (laughs) I remember. He was like, how old do y'all feel? And I was like, wow, I feel attacked. (laughs) Speaking of celebrities, (laughs) Lori Logan went to prison. And the wife from Full House, she went to prison because she hired someone who bribed one of these universities in California to let her child in. And then her daughter went on to like Red Table Talk recently and was like, I didn't know. I just want to say sorry. Blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, you know, the whole scandal with the celebrity parents who are paying schools to let their children in. She went to prison. She only went to prison for two months, but she went to prison. So that's a thing. This year, Barack Obama also published his memoir. It's 768 pages. Um yeah, that's deep. I heard it's really good. I personally don't really like memoirs, you know, but I buy them for people that I like. Like I bought Michelle's memoir. I tried to read it. I couldn't read it. Not because she's not a good writer. I'm just a novelist. And so I'm going to probably buy Barack's book. You know, I hope he's on the bestseller list soon if he's not there already. Will I read 768 pages? Probably not. But I'm happy for Barack because he's still my president. I don't care what you say. And I'm happy that he was able to write his story. And he did a really cool social campaign where he was interviewed by different black influencers online and they got to ask him a question about his book so I thought that was a really cute campaign and it was just nice to see him talking to people and chatting it up (sighs) speaking of presidents and the presidential debate this year was a presidential election so that was big and this is the first time that we have a woman of color as our vice president so there we go America breaking records right we have the first woman of color as a vice president, that is big. And, you know, this was the first time that the Electoral College came through and they got rid of Trump. For a moment, I thought he was coming back, but he is not. Although, you know, I still need to see him move out in January. But in general, you know, we did some crazy things with the Electoral College. You know, shout out to Georgia pulling through. Shout out to Stacey Abrams for pulling through so we did one thing right we got Trump out so kudos to that 
you probably didn't forget that Trump got COVID. And I feel like that's the worst thing that happened because when he got COVID, the numbers went up because he made it seem like it wasn't that big of a deal. Also, (laughs) speaking of Trump, a fly became famous this year for landing on Vice President Pence's head during the Vice President debate. So (laughs) there's that. And that was funny. He, someone ended up making a, Instagram account for the fly and all types of stuff. When Pence was talking, a fly landed on his head and that fly's life has changed ever since. We had some really dope music come out in 2020. One of my favorite songs is WAP by Megan Stallion and Cardi B. And they empowered women to really own their sexuality, to own their sexual desires. And so I really like that song. And I feel like it was a hit during the quarantine when we couldn't even go out and shake our asses. So I can only imagine how much bigger of a hit it would have been if we could have went out and twerked safely. So congratulations to those. Another major thing that happened in 2020 was the Prince of Bel-Air reunion with Will Smith and the cast of the Prince of Bel-Air. And the pivotal moment of that reunion was Will Smith reuniting with the original Aunt Viv because they had beef. And so after I think like 30 years, they sat down in this reunion show that's on HBO Max, by the way, you should watch it. And they hashed out their differences and talked about where they went wrong. And it was really good to see everyone. They all look so good from the cast, you know, black don't crack. And it was also really beautiful to see Will Smith and the original Aunt Viv have an open and honest conversation about what went wrong and like that whole healing process. It was very red table talk, Will. I appreciated that. So those are just a couple of the moments of 2020 that I forgot about that I feel like a lot of us have forgot about. And it's a mixture of good, funny, you know, a little sad. And (sighs) I hope it gives you a little hope that 2020 wasn't complete trash, that there was some sparkles of comedy and stuff like that throughout the whole year. Now, you know, this year we also lost really dope people and... I don't know. It made me sad. We kicked off this year with one of the saddest tragedies, which was the death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi and, you know, their friends and family that were on the plane with them that day. So RIP to Kobe Bryant and Gigi and all those people that were in that crash. And that was at the beginning before we even quarantined. Another person that passed was Pop Smoke, who I don't know if y'all know this about your historian homie here, your hostess, but I am a Pop Smoke fan. Like I met him once. That's a story that I'll share another time, but he was just so funny and so, I don't know, just like talented and just really a really nice person. And I know people say that about people all the time, but really like he had no idea who I was I'm not really anybody but you know what I mean like he was just like really nice he let me just come in the studio my partner um is a music producer and a violinist so he was there to work and I just came through and they were just hella cool like the whole crew not just him 
Um, and it was just sad that he passed away. You know, I don't think he was even 21 or maybe he was 21 and he was just getting to the top of his career and he was murdered. So that's just like another two tragic back to back um, devastating things that happened at the beginning of the year. That should have been a sign that 2020 was going to be complete trash, but we didn't realize it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to list off a couple of other folks that we lost this year, you know, take a moment to give them their flowers. I'm first going to start with all the people that we lost to COVID-19. You know, you may have lost a family member or a friend of a friend. I have been fortunate enough to not know anyone directly that has lost a life to COVID-19, but, you know, I feel I'm empathetic and I hope that we all can continue to be as safe and thoughtful as possible. So rest in peace to all those that we lost to COVID-19. Um, now let me go through the list of others that we have lost. We lost Natalie Reed from BAPS. We also lost Alex Rebeck, the host of Jeopardy. And this one hurt my heart a lot because I used to watch Jeopardy with my grandpa. That was like our tradition that we used to have. And so it kind of hurt my heart. It kind of reminded me of my grandfather, what rest in peace. And so I was like, damn, Alex, but he's been around for a long time. We lost Sean Connery, the original James Bond. We lost our king of Wakanda, Chadwick Bosman. Rest in peace. We lost RBG, the Supreme Court Justice and Woman Rights Pioneer at the age of 87. We lost the legendary Little Richard. We lost John Lewis, the congressman and civil rights icon who died at age 80 in July. We lost Regis Philbin, who from the host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. We lost Naya Rivera to drowning in the lake and she was able to save her son but not herself. And we lost many, 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 many more. Um, again, I don't, I didn't list everybody. I didn't want to get too dark. But those are kind of the ones that were at the forefront of my mind. And so now that we've done a, a general, <laughs> a brief overview of the history of 2020, I need to ask myself the signature question of the show. If I had to name a chapter in a textbook on the history of 2020, what would I call it and why? And that is a good question. I would call the chapter, I would call the chapter pandemic, six feet away, group trauma. Oh my, (laughs) And I would call it that because those are the things that come to the top of my head when I think about 2020 is staying inside, staying six feet away, like all these things that I would never imagine, I feel like needs to be a part of the name of the chapter. And the oh my is just to let you know that there is more crazy things that are in the chapter that happened in the year 2020. So you should read it. And that is the brief overview of the year 2020. Again, I would just personally like to say that my year was a year of ups and downs. I had a lot of fear and depression, especially in the beginning. And I talk a little bit about that in the history of the change curve. But it was a difficult year for me, like I'm sure it was for many of us for many people who are listening right now, but I am proud that we made it through, you know, whether or not you accomplished your goals, whatever those were, you survived 2020 and that is more than enough. 
Again, I just want to emphasize that point. Whether or not you achieved your goals this year, you got that milestone, you lost those pounds, whatever you had on your list at the beginning of 2020, whether or not you got those things accomplished, you survived this year. And that is more than enough. And I think that is the major lesson that I learned this year is just that those small things, which I'm putting in quotes, right, is more than enough. And I put the small things in quotes, air quotes, because <laughs> I'm on this mic, right? Because being able to breathe, being able-bodied, being able to continue to work in a pandemic and have a job, being able to survive is enough. And it's something that we take for granted a lot, especially for the folks in America where we're built on capitalism and the ideas to hustle and bustle and when you're asleep someone's working harder than you and you can't rest and you can do better and blah 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 I feel like that is exhausting and I felt like 2020 really made us all pause and think about those things and really think about our priorities and to value resting to value staying inside to value silence and reflection and to even value nature, right? Just being in the, being able to be outside in kind of just like a hike, not even trying to twerk somewhere. So I learned a lot in 2020 and I'm sure you did too. I would love for you to share what you would call the chapter of 2020 if you had to name it. So do that. I'm going to put a post on our IG. If you want to go on our IG account that was in our textbooks and let me know if you had to, write a chapter in a textbook for the year 2020, what would you call it? Please, please, please tell me. <laughs> I would love to hear it. Let me know what you learned from this year. I hope that you enjoyed this end of the year reflection. I tried to give you serious with some of the aha, I forgot about that. And the oh, that was kind of funny. Oh, that was kind of good. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed this episode and it wasn't too dark or too depressing. Now, what's going to happen on January 1st at 12.01 a.m. I have no idea. I don't know if the state of the world is going to change in that instant, but I understand looking forward to starting something new, even if it's a new year, even if there's no promise that the world's going to change. But we do have a vaccine on the way, and we do have a new president for us here in America that's going into office. So there will be some change and there is some spark of hope. I hope that soon things will return as close as it can to normal. Maybe we can go to a stadium. Maybe we can go to a park. Maybe we can hug our friends and family without being worried if we are asymptomatic and past COVID-19. Either way, I look forward to whatever is next and we survived 2020. And that's it for our review of the year 2020. And that's it for season one of That Wasn't In My Textbook, which I just can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> you know, at this point, we are over 8,500 downloads. Probably after I release this episode, we might be in the, the 8,700s. I would love to see that and yeah thank you 
Make sure you're following us on the interwebs. Leave a review. We would really appreciate it. They help us rank. They help people find us. Tell a friend about us. Tell a friend to tell a friend about us. You know, spread the word. Let's spread the knowledge. Remember, season two will actually kick off on Friday, January 22nd. In the other episodes, I announced an earlier date. I lied. I'm not going to be ready. I need more time. I need to slow down. Remember I said that. (laughs) So remember that season two, put it in your calendars, will start on Friday, January 22nd. But make sure you're following us all over the interwebs and our website and in our newsletter because I will send an announcement and give you a little teasers before we kick off this season. And yeah, happy early new year. And until next time, or should I say next year, January 22nd to be specific. (laughs) Remember, knowledge is power.